music, friends, and doggy shenanigans on UJOCast. Hello and welcome to UJOCast. I am your host, Lorraine. I don't know if you remember me. I took some time off, but here I am. <laughs> and with me, I have my friend Gabe. So welcome on back. Welcome. Uh, yeah, I definitely forgot who you were. Get the... F- <laughs> he lying. What a liar. <laughs> so I had to take some time off and, you know, play host to my future father-in-law. And, you know, I got a friend coming down and 4th of July and all the things. So I don't have to explain myself to nobody. And I took some time off. All right. And here I am. I'm back in action and I'm ready to talk about music in anime. Music. And I know that you talked to me briefly about uh, wanting to do this podcast episode. Because why? Because, well, A... Alum, UTA alum, music major. Okay. So got a lot of music in my background, but B, music is it's it's the it's the way to the soul, man. And I feel like my roots in music, the way that they channel in anime, because it's been it's been real. How do you say? uh, uh, Forward thinking. The way music has changed. (laughs) Yes, I mean it really has. It really has. So, like, I I had to be a part of it because I was like, ain't nobody finna talk about the right songs. <laughs> nobody finna talk about the right little, like, why these songs hit the way they do. I gotta be here. Yeah, I had another buddy of mine who wanted to be on the episode. Yeah. Shout out to him. He knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> but... I was scared that he was just going to talk about Attack on Titan, and I got scared, you know? like uh, Which, it, it does have good music. It does. It's very, it's very robust. It's very, like, you know that shit is hitting fan, yeah. like, almost all the time. That intro makes sure you know that you're about to watch Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack on anything at this point. Uh, but for those who aren't... Um, super familiar with a lot of these songs, like I was not when when we talk about these. Uh, Gabe gave me a list of music that he wanted me to listen to, and I said, "Okay, all right, I'll listen to these." Um, some of them I've never seen the anime. Some of them are reminiscent of my youth, and then <laughs> some of them obviously I knew. So the first one that I want to talk about is actually the first one you sent me. I don't know the anime at all. So for context, this very first song I sent her as the inspiration for this episode, it's Black and Blue Mm -hmm. from Hajime no Ippo. Right, which is a fighting anime. It's a boxing anime. It's a boxing anime. From like the early 90s. Yo, I mean, the animation of the... The YouTube <laughs> link that you sent me, I was like, oh, yeah, this is Street Fighter quality. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. But it's so good. It's so good. And what makes it so good? The anime, right? The anime, okay. yeah. So the anime, it's like even for the time, like it, I think it was hitting that point like where the animation was starting to shift over to where like at the time you still like anime was still like real niche. 
and you yeah. really had to look for it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were really still trying to get their foot in the door. Like, now anything can drop and look like doo-doo water, and people will be like, Oh, my God, did you see that? <laughs> as long as the story's worth something, then, you know, the animation can be doo-doo. Right. That's, like, the way of the house husband. Or, like, it's literally just all still images. Yeah, exactly. But it's still so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I listened to the song in its entirety. And I wrote down some notes, and then I forgot the notes at work, and I was like, damn. But when I listen to it back, it's very story builder. Yeah. You know, like your typical, it's starting slow. It's this person's storyline. They're just, you're getting to know them, and then all of a sudden there's a crescendo. But it's very... It takes a while. The buildup <laughs> takes a while. And yeah. I was like, I know he did not send this to me because I don't know. It must be like a context thing. Like when you listen to it, you can hear the scenes. Yeah. Right. And I don't get that because I haven't seen it. So explain to the listeners Black and Blue. So Black and Blue starts off with that real heavy. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> like it, it's, you're like, is this anime? Like this is for, a little scary. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. But like it starts off like that. So to put the whole scene in context, Ippo um just got through fighting the world championship match. I think it was like the rookie championships. Oh. And he had actually broke his hand. Oh no, not as a boxer. Yeah, so that whole time that he had his hand broken, he was really just kind of down in the dumps and he was really like dang, like, is this worth still doing? Like, I just made rookie champion. I'm 19. 19, and you know they're always young, right? They're always young. <laughs> and so there's a guy who was right around the same age who also came up, like, around the same time. He was the champion in another uh, in another part of Japan. Okay. Like, he was their rookie champion. He was called the Tiger of Naniwa. Okay. His name is Sendo. This is sounding very familiar with all of the animes that I've watched so far. Like, they're the same age, and they, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Black and Blue is actually Sendo's theme music. Oh, okay. And it's his story because he also made Rookie Champion, mm. but he wasn't injured or nothing, but he found that he was kind of like Saitama. Oh, where I feel like I'm already the strongest and dang, there's really nobody left for me to fight. Of course. And so he sees Ippo, you know, on the other side of Japan and and that's what it sparks that fire. Okay. Now I can, I can see it. And so then it's, it builds it. That's where that buildup comes in. Do, do, do. And then, once, you know, they meet each other, like, Ippo's like, well, I really don't have it in me to fight like that. So, Sendo gets into the ring with his senpai, who was actually the world heavyweight champion of Japan. Oh, okay. Wow. Takamura. That took a, t- that took a turn. <laughs> they're, they're sparring in the ring. Ippo's watching. Sendo throws, a, like, basically a cheap left hook. Mm. he's like oh this dude sorry because you know he feels like I'm the strongest person in the world yeah you're up against the world heavyweight champion though heavyweight right these guys are featherweights right and rookies so, to boot 
So the champion's like, did he just really throw a cheap jab at me? And fucking floors him in one punch. <laughs> and that's what gives him the drive to fight again because he's like, dang, there's boxers over here that I don't even know about. Right. And so that's what it, it starts to build up. Like okay. that whole little thing starts. Okay, now I'm starting to understand. See? Yeah. And it makes sense because I was like, this is so unbelievably slow. Like, I can't even begin to imagine what's going on in this scene or this episode. But yeah. now that you're explaining it, it's like, okay, that makes more sense. And, like, this, this, I guess the song is called Black and Blue. Yes. Because... It's a, it's you know, boxing term, and I like you know, get bruised up. Yeah, you got you get, your ass beat. <laughs> you, get, you get black and blue, mm-hmm. but Ippo's trunks are blue and white. His are black and red. Oh, so okay. That's so there's a the correlation s- there too. Yeah. Oh, see, a bunch of information I didn't know when I listened <laughs> to it. I'm like, all right. I mean. I listen to the whole thing, but it's better with your explanation. Yeah, and then once it gets to that end, that big techno metal ending, that's him and Ippo actually getting into the fight. And then, you know, it's it's the big thing that drove them back into the ring again, renewed vigor, all that type of stuff. I I have a new lease on life, and I'm going to make something of myself yeah. or, you know, become better. Or yeah. You learn things along the way, you know, the huge. When you when you hear the song in the scene, because when you hear the song, they're already in the ring against each other. Okay. Mm, and, you know, Ippo's on the ropes. He's like, oh, man, I'm about to lose this dude. And, uh, yeah. what, like, little did anybody know in the, re- like, in the ring is that Sendo was already knocked out. Oh, like <laughs> wow! Okay, and he was just fighting off of pure instinct. Yeah, I've heard that before, where you're just fighting like Rock Lee does it. Yeah, you know where he he's completely shut down, but he doesn't want to give up because he knows like he's still got it in him. He's yeah. just knocked out, but his body is fighting for him. Yeah, and, it's yeah. it's crazy stuff like that, and so it's like when that big techno scene comes in during the actual scene in the anime. Like his like his body is given out, like his his eyes are like glossed over. He's done, but he's still throwing punches, he's still throwing counters. And it's like at the very end, like Ippo throws he's getting ready to throw the finishing punch and Sendo just falls. He's like, Bro, I can't, I, can't <laughs> more. I am turn me over, I'm done. All right, so that was black and blue. Black and blue. The next one that I want to talk about is one that I know. Okay, bet. That's Bluebird. Oh. <laughs> I know. That is one of the Naruto Shippuden theme songs. Yes. And if you do not know the song, where have you been? Because <laughs> this song, literally, I saw, I actually saw a reel or, you know, a story, short, whatever it's called these days. Right. And... It was of the original artist. She performed it, and yeah. everyone's jumping up and down, and everyone's having such a good time. And it's like, yeah, this is one of the the theme songs. Oh yeah, when I like when I was first watching like Shippuden, that was like one of the first theme songs that I learned. 
I don't know any Japanese, but I do know that song. Right. Who cares? You don't need to know it to sing along, honestly. I noticed it right away of because, course. duh, obviously. I Naruto is very fresh in my mind right. still. And there's a couple other theme songs that I really enjoy or just songs in, in the anime in general. Right. But this isn't the Naruto music mix <laughs> episode. And I just wanted to touch briefly on that. Is there anything that you wanted to comment about it? Because it's pretty well known. Well, really, the only reason why I added it on the list is because I knew that you was going to recognize it. Oh, <laughs> like, you did one throw, for me. Yeah, let me throw Bluebird in here. Because Bluebird is actually like one of my favorite Naruto intros. Oh, okay. And so I was like, let me throw that in there. Because that's one of the songs that takes me back. Like when I think about listening to anime over the years. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that song takes me back. That song, uh, like the old DBZ intros, take me back. That's that's in that same caliber. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me throw this in here just to get her opinion on it. Yeah, I really enjoy that theme song because it's so well known. And it just, it brings you back to like when you first started watching it. Right. Obviously, I never watched it when I was a kid. I actually hated it. Um, yeah, I have I have a long history of not liking anime because so many of my friends were like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I was like, bitch, I don't have to watch anything. <laughs> you was just hating on it. I was just <laughs> hating just because I could hate. <laughs> and I'm like... I know that I like it. I right. saw, you know, Fooly Cooly, and I was a Pokemon per. You know, I, w- I really did enjoy it. But when someone tells me I have to do something, I ain't doing it. Right. So that for me was like, I was living in a in an apartment with a bunch of people, and they were all watching it. And I was like, "Fuck y'all! Like, I'm not watching yeah. any of this." But I'm gonna be the rebel, right? I'm gonna be the black sheep of the group or whatever. But you know. It didn't work out, and I ended up watching the shit anyway. Uh, but I know that a lot of people find it nostalgic. Yeah. It's something from their childhood that they grew up with, and I can I can relate to that because there's another song in here. There you go. That makes me think of my childhood. Okay. And I don't know if you're going to... I know there's another Naruto um, song in here. Yeah, from think, the original Naruto. I think, was it Fighting Dreamers that I threw in there? Um, You pronounce it. <laughs> Kanata. Uh, no, I don't think that one's Fighting Dreamers. No. But I think that, oh no, I know what song it is. Yeah. I think that's the very first Naruto intro. It sounded like it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, next. <laughs> but actually, the one that I remember is, where is it at? I know I listened to it on here. Is the, well, not Spy Family. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. I never miss an opportunity to talk about Spy Family. We'll get to that. But I'm pretty sure it was uh, Samurai Champloo was one of them. Yeah. And I know that one from Toonami, of course. Yeah. And just falling asleep super late and it just being on. 
I know there was one more that I listened to. I think it might have been Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I did put two Cowboy Bebop songs in there. I'm pretty sure the fans know which two they are. Already. Oh, I bet. They sounded really, uh, really exciting. Oh, man. But Rush and Tank Ugh. are the two that you sent me. Uh, Rush, I think, was the first one I listened to, and I was like, I know this song. Yeah. I know this song. But it's very... Uh, there's... I don't know if it's the first one or the second one. It might be Tank, where it sounds very like 0070 in yeah. the middle. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Detectives, you know, I, I understand that. I get that. Yeah. But I really liked the instrumental in it because it kind of reminds me of like old old school um like sleuth. Yeah. Vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like the Tank is actually the intro to the show. See, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. yep, that's what I thought. I was like, one of them is the intro. Yeah. I know it because... The second song was the intro that I sent you. Okay. I sent Rush first because I was like, everybody knows Tank. So <laughs> You're I right, sent- and I didn't even watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. I just know the intro song. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Rush because... Um, the band, the Seatbelts, they put out a whole like album Hell for Hell yeah, it. what a fucking name. The, the Seatbelts. Seat <laughs> That'll make an awesome band name. Man, hey. And so like I sent that one first because both of those songs, they have like the same kind of that real jazz fusion. Oh, I love big it. Big band. I love a big band moment. Oh, so good. You and me both. That, <laughs> that same instrumentation where it's just everybody has their time in the light. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same way that the anime is built, too, because, like, even though Spike, like, the anime is about Spike, but everybody gets their moment. Right. Like, Valentine gets hers. Um even the little dog gets a moment in there, too. Aww, the little dog, dog. <laughs> shuts down a laser grid that's about to blow up the planet from an AI. Hell yeah. <laughs> Great. Good good dog. Good good boy. Aww. But so, yeah. I like I, this one right here. <sighs> you little jerk. <laughs> He's been eating my blankets, and I'm just so fed up with it. But anyways, continue. There was a good dog in this situation. <laughs> it just wasn't mine. <laughs> and so, yeah, I felt like... Uh, Sending Rush and then sending Tank would like kind of put you in the headspace of like because it is it is one of those like sleuthing private eye bounty private hunter. Private eye, yes. Because yeah. Spike is a bounty hunter, right? That's what he is, and so it it's it's kind of like him sneaking around trying to get to. It sounds sneaky. Yeah, because they're just they're just trying to make ends meet. Right. It's bas- he's basically living check to check for bounty hunters. Boy, same, you know. He's <laughs> out here living check to check. It's expensive out here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I felt like that captures the the big energy, the big, you never know what's going to happen next because they never know what's going to happen next. Me neither. They just figure, hey, we're going <laughs> to capture the bounty and turn them in, and then it ends up being something even the most wild shit on earth. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch it, honestly. I, I've i been sleeping on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Only because there's so many things that are like front and center right now. New animes, new seasons coming out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I saw Bleach 
that just popped up on our Hulu. And uh, what else? What else came out? Jujutsu Kaisen yeah, is out now. New season is new out. New season out. Uh, I want to talk about the Spy Family songs that you sent me. They're so cute. Oh, God, he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are good. They are good. They're very soft. Yeah. They're, um, and I guess the visually, the anime is very soft. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of pastel colors. And, yeah. You know, it's very like the girl is so small, but she's so pink and. This music kind of reminds me that like it's supposed to be lighthearted, yet still they're still doing a job together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So explain these two songs. They're mixed nuts, which I love, and I definitely <laughs> sent to my friend because it's an inside joke between us. Okay. <laughs> and souvenir. So just briefly uh, explain those two songs and what they mean to you. Okay, so Mixed Nuts is the season one, part one intro. Okay. and um, Great name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, basically, I don't know how they got it like this, but um, Anya's favorite snack is peanuts. And so in the song, like when they, like when you listen to like the translation and everything, it's uh, it's like we're like we're just two peanuts in a bag full of cashews and pecans, and we're separated by so much, but eventually, you know, we'll we'll get together eventually, and we'll just be you know peanuts together. Ah, that's so cute. See, it's cute. Yeah, even the lyrics are cute. Yeah. Shame and on so, them for yeah, being so cute. It is. It's <laughs> such a cute song. I listen to it like probably like at least three times a week. Aww, you little softie. <laughs> I do. It, it it makes me think about my daughter. Like that oh, anime makes me think about my daughter. Yeah. You did say that the last time we were talking on the podcast. Yeah. I listened to both and I was like bubbly, happy. Yeah. Yet still there's there's depth to the lyrics because the ones that you sent me do have the translations in there and i was briefly reading them while driving do not do that (laughs) 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 and i was like oh this is kind of cute so souvenir yes okay which one is that souvenir is the intro for the second part of the first season oh lord with these second parts (laughs) man it's a lot you're killing me (laughs) Mm-hmm. But um, in the context of what happens in the show, mm-hmm. basically, you know, everybody in the show is basically like an oddball. The dad is a spy who's just pretending to be a dad. Right. The mom's an assassin who's trying to be a wife to cover up that she's an assassin. The daughter's pr- trying to pretend to be a daughter to cover up the fact that she's psychic. They get a dog. The oh, <laughs> that's the dog in the picture. Yeah. Okay. And they, the dog is actually an empath. Oh, sure. And Why so, not? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, he's like a super smart, like super intelligent dog, but he has empath powers. And so him and Anya form a connection because she's psychic. Right. So they basically are able to talk to each other. 
Oh, why wouldn't they be? Of course. Of course. I would love to talk to my dog and tell him to stop eating my blankets. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. This, this is becoming the dog episode. <laughs> I know. Top Dang 10 dog. good boys. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that one next. Yeah. Uh, okay. But so, so And so, like, uh, that goes back to the lyrics where I believe in the lyrics. There's a part where... In the translation, he's saying, like, I find myself walking, um, and even through the thunderstorms, I know you'll still be there, and then I get excited and find myself running to you. Aww. Oh, it's just so cute. Aww, it's so cute. That is so adorable. The, the, the lyrics of Japanese music, it's, it's like old school R&B, where it's just like... Right. It's just love. It's not like... They're all haikus and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. And so, like, the song eventually hypes up to the point to where the person can't contain how excited they are because Anya, it's like it, the song is told from her perspective where she's so excited. Like, even though she knows that they're all just playing a part, she finds herself being so excited to be a part of this family to where by the time the song reaches the end and the big climax happen, then the the singer is like, I'm running to you, but mm-hmm. then I fall and trip in the mud, but mm-hmm. I'm okay because I know you'll still be there. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Is anyone else crying? Oh, man. Who's got onions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are two amazing songs, and I love them. Yeah, and no wonder you sent them to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so cute. Oh, now this all this depth is happening and <laughs> everything else. My dogs are acting a straight fool behind us. I don't know what is going on. Hey. <laughs> They're like, you're talking about all these good boys? <laughs> Notice me. <laughs> okay, now that my dogs are done wrestling and humping each other. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Let's I believe see. you said you had some songs that you wanted to talk about too, though. I do. So I was going to switch it up here. Okay, bad, bad, bad. And talk about some of the tracks that I really enjoy. The first one that I want to talk about is the theme song for Hunter Hunter. <laughs> okay. It's awesome. It is. It's awesome because it's very upbeat it's uplifting it's you're starting a journey yeah and actually i'm not a one-piecer quite yet but that first intro song also oh, is yeah. like that too i'm like i want to go on an adventure oh, right yeah. now yes yeah i'm i'm getting on the boat <laughs> and actually what's interesting about hunter hunter and one piece is they do both start on a boat the first episode Dang. Yeah, so it's there's some similarities there with the music and how yeah. uplifting it is and everything, and how they both start very similarly. Yeah. So I, f- I find that very interesting. I didn't even pay it, man, but the adventure's been going on for so long. <laughs> I'm lost in the sauce when it comes to that, but Especially. I noticed right away. I don't know, it's something about those bubbly uplifting intros yeah. where you're like yeah all right next episode all right next episode that's I don't, what hooked me i don't skip the now oh, my dog is eating good lord <laughs> ma'am 
You are very loud. <laughs> she's not supposed to be eating that food because she's a cylinder. But, Oof. you know, yeah. It is what it is. She's 10 years old. She don't give a damn. She's like an 84-year-old woman with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I live this long. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're not my real mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. I wanted to choose one song from the rest of the Hunter Hunter soundtrack. Okay. The one that I picked is called In the Palace. And this is a scene where the Chimera Ant King and his love interest die. It is so sad. (laughs) But it is so heartwarming. And it's so like, I want to hate this guy. I do. Because of all of the things. I do. But at the same time, you're like, oh, this scene is ripping my heart out. And it's not even in the anime. It's like in the credits afterward that that really like tear you apart. So that one was the one that I chose. However, there are. That is a good one. There. Yeah, there is a plethora of orchestra scores in that soundtrack where it's like. You know, either shit's about to pop off, something really crazy is happening, or, you know, just the adventure is starting to get, you know, really, really intense. Yeah. Whether it's like towards the end, there's more orchestra scores towards the end that get kind of serious. You know, they're very melodramatic and that type of thing. But. In the beginning, it's like, yay, everything's we're, awesome. I'm naive. I don't know any better. We let's go on a trip. We don't know about men yet. Right. You know, oh. daddy. Right. Uh, yeah, we get it. <laughs> so those are some of mine that I wanted to talk about. There's two more. Okay. You know, one punch me and one punch man. One punch. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. The two songs that really caught my attention is the first time you see Genos, the cyborg fights. Oh, yeah. Where it's like really just like electronic, just beep, boo, boo, bop. It's amazing. It he is comes amazing. Out and he throws the hands together. Right. And he's just like, you will be eliminated. I was like, oh, God. Yes. Yes, please. Eliminate me, daddy. Yes, please. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> No, and then the other one is called Mysterious. Okay. Halloween vibes for sure. Yeah. Number one. And I'm a Scorpio. I was born a week before Halloween. Obviously, I'm down with the spooky vibes. Big spook. Yes. But what I love about it the most is that it sounds like it's in a hallway. So that feeling of something is coming up on me quick. Whether it's an enemy or some sort of a spirit or being or something of that nature, that song gives me those vibes. And obviously, we're going to tag all of the songs so you can hear them all. Yeah, I did not want to forget that. Uh, I'm trying to blog more, so we'll see if I get bloggy. <laughs> but um, Mysterious, okay. as the name dictates, sounds very mysterious. Sounds like some crazy. Yeah, a my mask. Anytime that he talks, that song comes up. I'm pretty sure because yeah. he went to see Genos, 
and he wanted to talk to him because Genos became a class S, like right out the gate. So he went to go see Genos to talk to him. And then after that, they call him about um, somebody else moving up to class B. Oh, Saitama moving up to class B. He's like, don't bother me with this. But I think that's his like theme song type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That matches him perfectly. Yeah, he's kind of a douche. So he he's got he's pretty fly looking. Why, uh, the ladies love him. Yeah. He's mysterious though. He's the least of my favorite heroes. Oh really? Yeah. Not not good. Yeah. Zombie Man is my favorite hero, so Oh really? Yeah. Love Zombie, Zombie Man. Man. I he was in one episode. And yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. I guess there's if, him. If the anime ever continues, oh my that, god, like, I hope so. Oh, that scene is the very next part where you learn about Zombie Man. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Well, Zombie that, Man is amazing. That would be nice. I would love to learn about Zombie Man. Oh. Uh, obviously, the play map before you. This theme song right here. Yes. Yeah. Um, Demon Slayer. Enough said. <laughs> it's very the whole. The whole anime is very flashy. It's very over the top, and the music is no exception. There's a lot of orchestra on that one, too, and it's very buildable. Yeah. It's very, uh, you know, there's a crescendo and some stuff Look at you happens. you using your words. Come on, man. I went to the School of the Arts. Okay. But this is the type of anime that deserves tracks like that. Yeah. You know, a... Jazz beat is not going to go very well with this type of situation. Can't pair the two up. Uh, The song that I wanted to talk to you about that you sent me is from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (sighs) The song is probably just as bizarre as the anime is. (laughs) And I love it. Yeah. Because I am really into electronic music. So for a really upbeat jazzy type of number that has electronic qualities to it really lit me up. Yeah. And I listened to that one. That was the first one I listened to when I was on my way home. Oh, looked. I know. Choice. And I have two 12s and Rockford Fosgates in my Perfect doors. Perfect choice for a drive Awesome. Awesome. Just the amount of energy in that song really makes it so that you know how the anime is going to be. It's not a surprise that things are really wild and out of control. And right. I haven't even watched it. And the only things that I've heard is don't get used to something for very long because it's going to change. And it gets a little like you don't know what's going to happen next. Right. But I mean, an anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I would be upset if it wasn't bizarre. Yeah. Or things weren't happening that were less predictive. Right. But I really enjoyed the song. Yes. So the song she's talking about is uh, the intro from season two. Season two. With uh, our boy, our big daddy. Oh, God. Our son dad. Son dad. Son daddy. Okay. Uh, Bloody Stream is the name of the song. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, very, very wonderful song. And I wanted to at least mention JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because the music from JoJo's is very iconic, especially today. Like it's 
memeable at this point. It's memeable. Like literally, okay. like the the intro song from season six or Stone Ocean, the one with well, because you ain't seen it, but there's Jolene, who's one of the the JoJo's. Okay. So um, that intro. Um, the Giovanni theme is very memeable. Um, I believe that's the one that's the most famous out of all of them. Okay. But, like, I really wanted to include JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because their music choices for the show, it embodies, like, yeah, you don't know what we're going to have here. Mm-mm. We're, we're going to give you that as an intro, and then our outro is Casey and JoJo. <laughs> See, that's how One Punch Man is, too. It's really uh, mellow yeah. and slow. And even the the animation for the ending credits is very pastels and, like, watercolor almost. Yeah. I'm like, after that intro, One Punch! And then you go to this, I'm like, I really dig it. Yeah. Because it kind of gives you that. It calms you back yeah, down. Yeah, after all of the craziness that just happened in the whole episode, you got, I got to come down from that. Yeah. And what better way to do that with some soft voice vocals? Yeah. And so I really wanted to talk about, like, that. Uh, I can't think of the creator's name right now, but his music library. Like, that was my first time experiencing something like that where an anime actually came and picked up R&B. <laughs> like old school love making R&B music Dang. and put that at the end of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like it's we, bizarre. Yeah, we spent an episode fighting vampires and, you know, immortal gods and they're like, all right, here's some Casey and JoJo now. We know it's 11.30. Go do your thing. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and like, that that creator's music choice, like the way that they put things in there, because even in season three, they have Walk Like an Egyptian. Really? Like, That's cool, though. Yeah. That's cool. It kind of gives you a sense of familiarity. Yeah. When there isn't any, when you're watching something that's, all right, you know, I I can dig this. Oh, I do. I, I know this song. Yeah. Okay. I see where they're going with this, like trying to dip a toe in. Yeah. Hotel California. Get you know, give it the plethora of of tracks. I like that. All right. And I don't I don't wanna be the person that's uh very self centered about our country's music, but mm. I think that it'd be cool if, you know, they put more English tracks at the end. Yeah. Like yeah. that's why I was digging like the sam like samurai shampoo mm-hmm. when we were talking about you know those tracks right and I was like it'd be cool to have some more of those like real you know off the wall type like, not hey, not yeah. anime specific yeah. I guess like more I don't know modern. Modern tracks. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say modern, but maybe like more Americanized. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just like that, though, but like how you'd be able to fit like songs that we know of and listen to and they pop over here and we have we already have a meaning for the song outside of anime. Yes. And then you throw it in there. And you're like, oh. damn, that could go for that. 
I came to a conclusion about that. I actually know that they're very, very into karaoke. So to me, that makes sense because they'll sing whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even round one, round one is a Japanese based company. So they're based out of Japan and they're everywhere around here. So they have karaoke rooms. Love them. And they're occupied a lot. Like I know that in Japan or Hong Kong or wherever there's karaoke bars and that's just what they love to do. Yeah. It's literally what you do after you get off of work. Like mm-hmm. here we get off, we come home, we do cut, nothing. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, we watch drink, anime. Yeah, we drink, watch anime, pass out and wake back up. They get off of work and they're like, Hey, let's go. Or sing <laughs> terribly with each other. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Music in anime, it makes or breaks a scene. It it shows that there's emotion that maybe you can't see with your eyes, but you can feel it with the music. Yeah. There's so many sad tracks out there. It's downright ridiculous. That's why I tried to get another track from the Naruto series, but I just can't do it because all that shit is too sad. (laughs) Like, there's literally playlists on YouTube of just sad Naruto tracks. I'm like, listen, I cannot be depressed like this. I can't. That's why I don't do true crime anymore. (laughs) But all in all, I would say... That this is a pretty extensive mixtape that we got going on here. We do. And I'm glad that I could talk to someone about it. It, This is just the tip of the old iceberg because I do want to get into specific tracks one of these days and actually like break down the melody and everything and kind of see how that has made a, a. series or a specific episode the way that it is. Yeah. Because, you know, my buddy wants to talk about Attack on Titan. (laughs) (laughs) And I always want to talk about One Piece because I do, like, because you haven't seen it, that's why I really wanted to get into it. Maybe we'll get into deep diving their music because they're real big on the music in One Piece. I bet. I bet. So, all in all, music, it's everywhere, whether you like it or not. It's universal. And it makes you feel certain things no matter what it goes right to the soul it does and it it can say things that words just can't so next time you're watching your favorite anime listen to the set tracks on there listen to the you know the soundtrack of the series yeah and you can start seeing the series in your head. Believe me, I've been doing it all day today. <laughs> so once again, thank you for of, coming on. Of course. I, I really appreciate you schooling me on a lot of these tracks that I just had no idea were out there. And I hope to have you on again sometime so we can talk about music and other things, of course. As long as they still making music, you still got somebody to talk to it about. <laughs> So go out there, listen to some music, and make sure that you have a wonderful day. And I'll see you on the next one. Hello, y'all. Bye.